Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Nerd Speak. I am Ted, and with me tonight is Brendan. Hello, Nerd Nation. And our my older brother, Brendan's uncle, Brian. Oldest Hold uncle. <laughs> Oldest uncle, yeah. And then we have two very special Eldest. guests with us tonight. We have Brian and I's sisters, Wendy. Hey, you guys. And Ginger, who is Brendan's mom. Hey there. Woo. Woo. Ow. So we have a full house tonight. So uh, we want to start each episode, as always, thanking our Patreon members. And we are privileged to have two of our Patreon members here with us tonight. Me love said, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we got to thank Corey, as always. He is uh, the forerunner in our monthly donations. And then we have Ginger and Wendy here as well. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, how easy is it to donate on Patreon? Um, it's so, so easy. So easy. So easy. You said like, it and you forget it, right? Yeah. Say $5 for sure. No, no, 50 We told him you gave us oh, 50 a month. It's 50. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corey's up around, you know, 100, 125, you're at 50. Well, I don't have Corey money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy to donate. Just go to patreon.com and search for NerdSpeak. Um, and we would appreciate any and all donations. So let's get into our weekly versus question. Um, and this week we're going to do a animation to live screen debate. So I will start with Wendy, and Wendy, your versus is Smurfs versus Scooby-Doo. Which one did you enjoy most? Definitely the Smurfs, even though it's what? not really definitely live screen because it's not fully live. You're talking the Doogie Howser Smurfs, right? No. The one with Neil Patrick Harris no. and Katy Perry. I'm talking Katy Perry's. Neil Patrick yeah. Harrison, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the he's definitely better than any of those Scooby Doo movies. No. And then overall, I feel like the Smurf franchise is way better than Scooby Doo. What? Because I am utterly befuddled right now. Wow, and, and listeners, me, like, jaws on the drawer. When I read the question, was like Scooby Doo hands down. You know, like that's my dude. You gave me Scooby Doo as a child. And, but overall, when I thought about it, the Smurfs are a way better franchise. They're more of your Lord of the Rings of Saturday morning franchise. Like, here we have an artist who created his own world. And then that proceeds to create product today. Where Scooby-Doo is straight up written just for Saturday mornings as an anti-violent pre-teen show Written exactly like the Archie comic series. So every episode follows the same formula that Archie follows. It was my, like, introduction to weekly procedurals. Like, I love Law & Order SVU because I love Scooby-Doo. But, like, Smurfs started with a comic strip in, like, a paper. And then it became more of a book. And then... You know, it, this whole world created just, out of just a say joke it. It's Euro. And so much better. <laughs> it is French. It is What's his name? The guy who created it? Pejo. Pejo? Pejo? P-E-Y-O. No, it's yeah. Joe. Joe. It's Joe. And, uh, you know, French the word bag. Smurf, what, however you say it in French, Smurf. It's a word that he and his friend... Uh, created over dinner that it was like a joke for salt because he didn't know how to say salt in French 
And so then they threw out this fake word, and then they used Somebody it all the time, some like, smurf what are you doing? Oh, I'm smurfing this flower pot, you know? And they used that word as, like, their as like a, Yeah, as, like, a verb. And then, like, that wow. developed into this entire world. And you got Johan and Peewee, and it's way better all okay. over than just your Scooby-Doo, bunch of teenagers, work there's okay, a little, right, but, the mess. There's a little more highbrow to the little blue people than we give them credit for. I, uh, nish- and I found out that the hats that they wear are actually a symbol for freedom and justice. <laughs> like in a French culture? Like in so, ancient uh, so they're like time, or ancient uh, Roman times. That's crazy cool. I did not know any of that. There are actual marble statues of like Romanesque people wearing that exact hat. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you prefer the Smurfs and that carries over to the adaptation well, of the, the movie adaptation. That Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. is yeah. terrible in those movies. Her Freddie Prince Jr. better stay in the kitchen. Freddie Prince Jr. was amazing as Fred. Those he was like the epitome of douchebaggery. And then the Matthew only, the Lillard only, as Matthew Lillard killed Shaggy. Come on, <laughs> that's the only good character no. in the whole thing. And the Scooby Doo in those movies is petrifying. I mean, he's awful. Yeah, I give you that much. <laughs> and the only good story was the first one, kind of. The Scrappy Doo one was ass. <sighs> oh, that Scrappy was. That was the only thing I was. I was like, don't you? And the whole ever thing was Scrappy. Never be, they made Scrappy to be like. Not really, you know, he was the... Like, not his cousin. He's well, he, he was a robot or whatever. Right. Yeah, he it was wasn't like, even real. Wasn't but you know that James Gunn wrote those. Yeah, he was a co-writer for... Guardians Bible. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Somebody had to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When he swayed me, I was Scooby-Doo all the way, and then... I'm still... I got... No, nah, I got that in my heart. I'm Scooby. And I'm going to Oh, Brian. So, your verses this week... Is the Transformers versus Speed Racer? <laughs> Two favorites of mine in animation. Yeah. Speed Racer is one that another thing that I grew up watching in Brazil in Portuguese, and that's how I learned to speak Portuguese. To speak Portuguese was by watching Speed Racer and loving loving it. Uh, and Transformers, you know, that was all like high school into college, and we watched it every time it was on TV. Oh yeah, as a bunch of college kids. So yeah. I, I would have to say going to live action though Transformers takes it all the way because that Speed Racer live action was awful. That movie was fucking awesome and it is absolutely underappreciated. I gotta agree with my boy there. <laughs> they were they were trying to do shit ahead of time. Yeah, that mo- those were Wachowski sisters the, were. The story was bad. The whole they didn't. And do Racer X justice or the uh, or anything, yeah yeah I, you know, I'll give you that just, but you know Michael Bay put balls on a transformer and shot rockets at it so yeah. you know yeah he also had a bunch of other racist as fuck robots and Megan Fox's ass hanging out all over the place so. <laughs> another reason why Transformers is so, <laughs> no you're wrong I don't know. I, I I'll rewatch it again. But as far as the how good Speed Racer was as animation, did not make it. You know, we don't have Speed Racer two, three, four, five, and six. So that's because the Wachowskis are way ahead of their <laughs> that's time. That's because they know better. They didn't <laughs> want to matrix up the Speed Racer series. I think they could. That, Dude, those Transformer movies are god awful messes. I know they but, are horrible. But they have 
they had the first one was good. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> if you, if you compare the first one to the Speed Racer, it's clearly Speed Racer is trying to do something that Transformers is not. Yeah. Thank and you. Transformers is just playing to every boy right. in the audience. And so he really misses on half. If not, let's say 56% of an audience that he could be capturing. By only playing to men, yeah. where Speed Racer clearly encompasses everyone. Yeah, you got kids, yeah. women, children, monkeys. John Goodman. John Goodman. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Come on I mean, now. Speed Racer is funky. It's supposed to be weird. It's, it's not dope and trippy. To be, yeah. You know. Yeah, but I don't think they. I don't robots. think they pulled off what they're trying to do. And that's why I'm disappointed in it. I All don't right. think Transformers pulled it off either, or no. they wouldn't keep revisiting the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll get it. They'll get it this last one. But I, I just think Marky in Mark general, that. oh fuck that. Yeah, it indeed. was a better. It was a better uh, adaptation. Okay. So. All right. I'm not saying the stories were great on either <laughs> side or anything else like that, but I think you know both had room for improvement. If I had to pick one of those two, I Transformers did more for your childhood. Yeah, I wanted a better speed racer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they did, they didn't have the bird thing, and that's half of it. Little buttons on the steering wheel. Yeah, you know, I miss, the that, there's just stuff missing on the car. All right, Brennan. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Inspector Gadget. Okay, which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are we giving them? Well, the first first iteration or the go, second? Let's just go first. Well, it's. It's the animation to the live action. So you right, can, so which live action? Because the they're not two show? sets. There's like three sets of live action, aren't there? There was yeah. a television show back in my day that they redid, and that's how we got, uh, what was her name? Mona Lisa, the lady turtle, who wore a oh, light blue yeah. bandana. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you a viewer's choice. You can pick out. Okay, I'll go action. with the I'll go with the original since it was the first attempt at the, the rubber suits. The rubber suits that I've heard nothing but horrible things about. <laughs> I think it was probably the better adaptation, honestly. Well, well that's the thing first. too. So okay, because growing up, I watched the cartoon and I loved it and like loved everything about that. Becoming a man, I went back and read the comic books, mm-hmm. and they are like fucking dark oh yeah yeah, like they were based off daredevil essentially like that's how we have like the hand the foot yeah and i was just like ah this is what like no nothing that i ever grew up with or even imagined you didn't know that i didn't not like not as a child i didn't get those comic books that shit was dark (laughs) so yeah so that was an interesting twist for it but cartoon to live action i loved those two movies growing up uh yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Mom can attest. <laughs> I was say. Uh, loved doing the dance from the second <laughs> one, the ninja rap dance. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, was disappointed that we didn't get Bebop and Rocksteady in the 90s. Yeah. We got, they ran out of rubber foam. Apparently. Uh, but and the Inspector Gadget movie was so fun. Because I went and saw that. I took Jordan to see that when we lived in Franklin. And we had the art craft right around the corner. And so Jordan and I went and saw that movie, and I loved it. I thought Matthew Broderick did a great job. He did. Yeah. Uh, I love that cartoon. It was, and that, yeah, and Rupert Everett is the bad guy. And, like, that cartoon was really cool, but I think, I mean, I, I have to go TMNT. That's my heart and soul. My bread I mean, and butter. I do think that cartoon is more, I don't know, 
embedded into your heart, perhaps. Yeah. But Inspector Gadget, it, that like, movie, it was like oh, so much better than that teenage. I movie. feel <laughs> like I feel you, and like that's why this this has been like the first diff like really difficult versus question I've had in a while. I feel like normally I have like a front runner. Uh-huh. Because cartoon to movie, I feel like they did a better job with Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I mean... And that's kind of how I am with the Transformers. Teenage Mutant Ninja. That same kind of, like, you know... You like, have more love yes, for the Turtles. Like, yes, Inspector yeah. Gadget did a much... Like, if I was just going off of that, but it's, like, my personal... Okay, so bottom line, what's the better adaptation? Personal, personal opinion, I'm going to go TMNT. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, do we have a versus for Ginger? We do. Oh. Oh. oh a surprise uh, What's this all about? So we prepared. Last time we thought Ginger was going to sit in on a on a uh, podcast. We decided to go with the the new and improved Ginger Speed Round. <laughs> it's a first so, for Nerd Speak. This is a first for Nerd Speak. And what we're going to do is we have several versus questions lined up for you, and we just want rapid fire answers. Okay. First thing comes off the top of your head. Okay. Ready. Ready. Wonder Woman versus Black Widow. Wonder Woman. My Little Pony versus Strawberry Shortcake. Strawberry Shortcake. Rick Astley versus Millie Vanilli. Rick Astley. Prince versus Michael. Prince. Ooh. Magic versus Bird. I thought we Magic. Were out there. Monchi Chi versus Smurfs. Smurfs. Star Wars versus Star Trek. Star Wars. Oh. Team Yoga versus Team Scooby Doo. Team who? Team Yogi versus Team Scooby Doo. Oh, Yogi. All right. Uh, Cabbage Patch versus Teddy Ruspin. Cabbage Patch. He-Man versus She-Ra. He-Man. Ralph Macchio versus Scott Baio. Scott... Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! There it is. Wax on. Wow. <laughs> only because of Outsiders. I. That's the only one I liked him in. Really. Johnny. Atari versus Coleco. Atari. Care Bears versus Gremlins. Care Bears. Transformers versus GoBots. Transformers. John Travolta versus the Fonz. John Travolta. Hot Wheels versus Matchbox. Hot Wheels. Micronauts versus Voltron. Micronauts. Oh, <laughs> Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, little guy. They were awesome. They were so cute. Ru- Rubik's Cube versus Simon. Simon. Madonna versus Janet. Majanet. 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 I can't decide. MTV versus BET. BET. BET versus Close Encounters. E.T. 48 Hours versus Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. Yeah. 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 Bionic Man versus Bionic Woman. Woman. Love Boat versus Fantasy Island. Uh, Fantasy Island. Island. Knight Rider versus Magnum P.I. Knight Rider. Dynasty versus Dallas. Mm. Dynasty. And Cagney and Lacey versus Simon and Simon. Okay, me and Lacey. I had to think about Simon and Simon. What? Awesome. Thanks, there we go. Rapid fire. Our very first speed round. Like that was it. all things that I could remember us growing up with. <laughs> had, had things that she had to have about it. Well, you were, you were coming, sorry. You were coming, and we were like, well, what verses are we going to get for Ginger? And it was just like... All of these just started coming. And he's like, we'll just do a rapid fire. <laughs> I said, just give me, a, give me a minute. I just start going. <laughs> I love it. That was fun. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Ted, and we'll round you out with uh, G.I. Joe versus He-Man, uh, no, Masters of the not Universe. discussion, it's He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> He-Man. G.I. Joe could take his karate grip and go to hell. Uh, <laughs> so Dolph's He-Man was better than... We're talking about <laughs> the live action part. Of yeah, it. yeah, I yeah. The Channing Tatum, GI Joe. Bottom line, he man was better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that little yeah. troll thing with the magic yeah. wand. And yeah, yeah. Billy Vardy. I'll take that every day over. Uh, Come on, GI Joe had the Rock and Snake Eyes, bro. The Rock wasn't in the first one. He was in Retaliation. One. He was in the second one, and Snake Eyes. He had like two minutes of screen time. It was weak. But I feel like you guys didn't really watch GI Joe. No, I didn't. I was not a G.I. Joe guy. I saw I didn't I wasn't waiting to go see the movie. I was right. I'll catch so it on why TV. Pick yeah. He's more involved in the Well right, but we're, 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 we're just so we gotta discuss. You already, you already knew the answer. Yeah. Some of, most of the time these we can just wanted to see figure. if he would actually like Sway like, analyze maybe no. maybe G.I. No. Joe was I didn't that, know that was a piece of shit movie. I, I will own He-Man, Masters of the Universe, in whatever form is going to be out for the rest of my life. <laughs> but G.I. Joe is, no. It, no. So you own that movie? Oh, yeah. It's oh, sitting right over there in that bin. Uh, I mean, I can I take it off your hands too. if you want. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So, All right. Ginger, what was the last movie you saw? Um, well, today I started watching Tarzan, The Legend of. The uh, oh, new one with uh, Margot Scars- Robbie and um, Alexander Skarsgård. And I kept thinking she was Jamie King. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she does kind of look like a, a classed up no. version of Jamie King. Jamie yeah. King. Jamie King. From like the trailer park. No, this is Jamie or... Presley. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie King Jamie looks a model. lot like Jamie Presley, but they're not. That they're not okay. the same person. Yeah. obviously. It's yeah. You're talking about Joe Dirt's. Yeah. yeah. No, that's Brandy <laughs> no, something. Earl. Earl and Earl. <laughs> Earl. My name is Earl. Yeah, that's Jamie Presley. Okay, her. I kept yeah. thinking it was her. They do look a lot alike, I'll give you that much. But so I did you finish it? Did not. Okay. Was it bad <laughs> and you fell asleep or did you run out of time? Fell asleep. Because it was bad or you were tired? Just, yeah. Not interested. Like it was really? not. It was a story I didn't want to hear. It was I not Grey Stoke, The Legend of... <laughs> That we had it to watch when we were drink. kids? Yeah, but not that one. Okay. No. Raising no, they were, like, continuing that story. <laughs> oh, they were? Where they Family. left off. Seriously? Like, he was the Lord of Greystoke, and they wanted him to go do an adventure. Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know it was that. Yeah. I, I thought this was I just a reboot. Li- I liked it. It was, I mean, it was kind of like the next, another story of Tarzan, one of the... So like one we haven't generally seen. Because mom crammed that Greystoke stroke down our throats throats when we were kids. Yeah, no, it it touches on a little bit of the origin story, but not in a way that's like, hey, here's the origin story, now we can go. It was, uh, I thought it was was decent. It was good. So what was the last movie you finished from start to end? Me. Don't ask. I was going to say, oh no, (laughs) you have to tell us. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were. It wasn't because of the rating. Okay. (laughs) God. I thought you were embarrassed. The reason why she lives in the basement. Brendan, Brendan, what was your last movie you saw? Uh, Oddly enough. Yeah, oddly (laughs) enough, it was the the newest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle (laughs) movie. I rented Out of the Shadows, okay. and which is better than the first. One. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was I thought way it was awesome. Than the first one. You had the Krang in there, Baxter Stockman. I mean, it was Tyler Perry, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's the first one that's like 
almost true to the story. To the actual Shredder like, wasn't like a overgrown blender thing. Yeah, that they whipped too much chrome plated plastic on, and, and well, and they you know if I got my Bebop and Rocksteady, yeah. and they were awesome. The story uh, was okay. The story was, was pretty plausible. decent. I got my boy Stephen Amell playing Casey Jones, two Shredder of my favorite heroes. But yeah, I like I like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You're putting that family video membership to use then? Absolutely. <laughs> I got my I got my four for or rent three, get one for free. So I've got I did just watch Central Intelligence and uh the night before. Okay. The night yeah. before is an instant Christmas classic, by for the sure. way. Michael Shannon <laughs> killed it. Uh all right, Wendy, what was the last movie you watched? Well, I recently had a lot of time on an airplane. Why was that? I went to Scotland. Oh! Um, my good friend got married. Congratulations, Patrick. And Rachel. And so I watched several movies that I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. The last uh, that I watched was Manchester by the Sea. Oh my and gosh, you, you watched that on an airplane? Oh, it your was wrist. so <laughs> difficult to not just bawl my eyes out. I was definitely like wiping with my sleeve as the tears would fall. It did not end how I thought it needed to end, but it was just... <gasps> I've heard it is like utterly depressing. And It is so sad. It is so, so sad. And uh, I guess I just didn't need that right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it was also beautifully done. Um, And I watched the uh, Fantastic Beasts movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And that was really good. I liked it. Um, Yeah. You know, along the lines of the old Potter. And I liked it. I'll take it. And I watched the Jackie movie. Oh, with Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, yeah. How was that? Um, I really enjoyed it. I felt like she was really good at being uh, live action in the moment, historical Jackie. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a, you know, reflection aspect, interview aspect, and she was not as believable on that side of hmm, okay. the performance, you know, for some reason. But so like the parts where there was no points of reference, basically, where yeah. it's just her hmm. and an interviewer in a room, and they have to just kind of have this rapport. Uh, I felt like it wasn't as believable, but it is a different side of her. Like, it's her after the fire, you know, basically. But the overall impression of the movie was pretty painful. Yeah. I mean, I, you come away just really hurting for her in, in a lot of ways. Like, what an emotionally destroyed woman. And, you know, in a blink of an eye, her whole life changes. So does Casey Affleck deserve the Oscar he got? Um, I I don't know who else was against him, off the top of my head, but yeah. it was definitely the best thing he's done. Okay. You could tell that he put an awful lot of himself into this, mm-hmm. um, and it comes across. It's very real. Hmm. Like you, you don't not believe it for a second. The story goes is that that was supposed to originally be Matt Damon, and Matt Damon passed on it and told them they should call Casey Affleck, and Casey <coughs> Affleck was like, "Yeah, sure, I'm not doing anything else." Jesus. Well, good timing on him then, because... Yeah, yeah what did Matt Damon want to do? The Great Wall? Uh, he, was <laughs> Great a, Wall. he was a producer. Yeah, Matt he was Damon. a producer, yeah. so... And, um... Brian, what was the last movie you saw? Oh, I don't know. Rogue One? <laughs> What's it? that? Is that some indie film? Yeah. I can't talk about it. I haven't seen it yet. Came out on iTunes <laughs> Friday, so... That is sacrilege. <laughs> I had to watch it. And, yeah, I haven't been to the movie theater in a, lot, a little bit, too, so a couple weeks ago. It's uh, 
So that was the last one I saw. Okay. Enjoyed it as much at home as you did in the big screen? Honestly, not... I mean, yes, but the big screen definitely did something for that movie more so than a lot of the other ones. Really? Like, helped with scope? I did notice that, that it didn't seem as big and as and as eventful as what it was when we saw it at the movie theater. Um, I feel like that's probably true for a lot of war movies. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 Well, anything like that, it's just more impactful when it's huge and in your face. Right. You're, like, but, it, but like, you know, watching Star Wars in movie theaters is obviously different than watching it on, you know, the original New Hope on on video. Yeah. Was but this... I could watch it on video over and over again, and I don't feel anything less. I felt something less. Okay. Huh. Is this the Rogue first one. time you've seen it since the theater? Yeah. And we saw it at the IMAX, right? Yeah. Yeah, the actual IMAX. I saw the IMAX, and I did see it also on a small, on just the digital screen. Um, in the theater, and uh, watching on the digital screen versus IMAX made it more. Uh, you, you were picking up more details of things. Okay. That you were losing in the IMAX because you're too busy looking all over the place. In yeah, the yeah. Um, but this made it almost too small um, in some ways. But it was still loved it. Still good. It's kind of disappointing some of the extras. I haven't made it all the way through, but there wasn't like you know did some you... of the alt endings and things like that. Was well, did you get like? It's not out out yet, right? Like you did it's a not digital out on DVD download. Yet, yeah, okay. no, it's just digital. Yeah, right. I'm sure there's probably gonna because there's like that Target exclusive one. Yeah, that's... I'm hoping there's something maybe in there because I will have to own a hard copy of that one <laughs> to add to the list. Definitely buy that. Ted, one. you? Uh, I've been boring. Last movie I saw was Beauty and the Beast, which we talked about last week. Right. So we indulged in some Iron Fistry this weekend. <laughs> So, speaking uh, of Iron Fistry and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, did you get to the episode yet where they bring up the spoilers? Yeah, wait, is this going to be like ruining if you ask no, me? No, no, it's just a, it was just a little line, but you didn't you, you didn't fall into the Teenage Mutant Ninja TMNT uh, reference. I haven't probably not a blatant one yet. It's in like seven or eight, so I think we're on episode eight, eight or seven, yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. All right. So. See if All you right. pick it up. Let's move on. Uh, box office leaders this past week was Beauty and the Beast just continued to kick everybody's ass left and right. Another so, 90 million. Uh, it did 90 like million. 320? Yeah, it's 320. They've uh, doubled their budget in the U.S. alone. Well, if you got to count their... Uh, this is just production budget. By the time you throw in marketing, you pretty yeah. much double that. So they're breaking even right now. Power Rangers was new release. It came in at 40 million, which is pretty respectable. Yeah. Um... Kong beat out Life, and this was Life's first week. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but Life only did 12. I thought that would have done a lot more. And Get Out, almost $150 million. This is fucking, like, bonkers. Jordan Peele has found a formula and made it work. That dude is going to have a lot of a lot of, a lot of, of stuff thrown his way. Hidden Figure stayed in the top ten up until its release. Last week. Up until its digital release. Yeah. It just released this week. The hell is Slamma Jamma? Mm-hmm. It came out last week. It's a, I think it's a documentary type deal. John Wick's out of the top ten for the first time too. Hmm. So there you go. Um, not surprised. Do you remember what we called last week? I don't. Okay. Um, I think everybody said that Beauty and the Beast would win the box. Yeah, we, I, we were all in agreement with that. Yeah. So. But I definitely, I think. I think we said Power Rangers was going to do better. Yeah, I think we both agreed that Power Rangers was going to do, do better. better. And I think we all picked about the 40. 
I don't think anybody picked Kong to come in third. No. Mm-hmm. I think we no, were... No, that picked up a little steam. Yeah. Still hasn't beat his budget yet. <laughs> yeah. But if you look at Beauty and Beast, almost had a 50% drop from the first week. So. Yeah, but it's yeah, still... But the I'm... 50% drop is <laughs> still better than any movie so far this it's year. Like, well, I made a billion dollars last week, and this time I only made $500 million. Ah, Rough yeah. week. So are you either one of you guys going to go see it? Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Yeah. It's on our list. I mean, you have to. You're girls, right? Easy. It's kind of a. We just had an entire dedicated episode to our ladies in the big screen. That's right. Um, and then coming out this week, we've got the new Smurfs movie. I believe is coming out. Yeah. Which is totally animated this time, right? There's no human involvement. Get the humans out of the way. Uh, the I believe you're shine. right. And then. That's pretty much it. We got Going in Style, which is a Zach Braff directed old folks. Uh, it's like, Michael King, Morgan Freeman, and uh, Alan Arkin. You know what? Let's just take Smurfs yeah. against Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Third I mean, week in a row, can a new release beat Beauty and the Beast? Not with this shit. No. I don't think no. so. I think Beast is going to win again. Absolutely. What about you there, Smurf lover? Um, I agree that the Beast will probably stomp out those little blue smurfs <laughs> are you excited for this movie or i mean as excited as you can be for a smurf movie i feel like they took the smurf movies maybe in the wrong direction well so this is like essentially a reboot again i think this is going back to the animated series and a movie based on it so or, they, is like uh johan and peewee yeah they they start with them, and they discover the Villa Village. I don't think it's that far back. Isn't it the Lost Village? It's it the is. Lost Village of, of women Smurfs. It's basically yeah, it's going like to be Amazon. Bunch of yeah, like the Theme Mascara Smurfs. That's how they find the Smurfs. It starts with Johan and Pee Wee. Oh, your girl's doing Pee-wee. the voice. My girl, and then... a mysterious map says Smurfette and her friends Brainy. That sounds like nothing that it should be. Clumsy and hefty on an exciting race through the Forbidden Forest leading to the discovery of the biggest secret in Smurf history. There's more than one girl. Dun, dun, dun! Everybody's getting laid. There is another girl. Or Sasset or Sasset. I think there's going to be a whole village of girls. Yeah, this is, this is a village of Amazon Smurfs. But I think this is going to pull its audience and it'll be done. Yeah. So... Well, I think that just leaves them open to remake again and boot it right. <laughs> Take it to its roots. You know, I want more mushrooms, more accents, more Feel adventure, like lost in time, and more Lord of the Rings in that Smurf story. There we go. All right, let's get to the important stuff. I think this is pretty much why everybody's here today. We talked at uh, some... Awesome new trailers and teasers this week. I mean, today we, like it was like the MCL of movie trailers. <laughs> just of just got your pick of the Lillian's best. casserole day. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we got the brand new Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, which was a OMG. little bit more serious than the first one. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you just find out I think a little bit more about the villain. And I think we get a little, little bit more of the story. A yeah, deeper story than what. You know. What was your initial thoughts, Ginger? Uh, quite honestly, that they were copying Deadpool. But then I got schooled, 
And apparently just Spider-Man <laughs> is like Deadpool before Deadpool. Before Deadpool was Deadpool. Mm. But since they didn't first do him that way. In the movies. In the movies. We've always had a more serious approach more serious to... Spider-Man, not very whimsical. Not so whimsical one-linery. Yeah, right, Spider-Man was like the king of one-liners. Yeah. No, he was like... No, like Andrew Garfield was the closest thing that we got to right. the comics. And Tom Holland is knocking it out of the fucking park He's by getting back to the comic books. I agree. Right. My point is, is that in the comic books, Spider-Man had always had those like one-liners. Yeah, yeah. It was always like it was a, always like, a little bit of a jerk, little punny, <laughs> right. little punny, little uh, you know. Which like is what was missing because it's what makes him a bit of a badass. Where like before, it just made him sad and pathetic, and well, like, I can because... shoot these webs out of my wrist and. It's, it's just so pathetic, but this way it like makes him more charismatic and more interesting, way more energy, yeah. and the flow is way more on point. I tell you what, I was what impressed me most about this trailer was the vulture. Yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. I was like a little disappointed early on about the you know the all the mechanics of it and everything else, but yeah, Mike, Michael Keaton looks a little badass. And I was gonna, yeah, like, and I was gonna say it's Michael fucking Keaton. Yeah, he has no reason to hold back. Like, no. this is like open door to be as yeah. crazy as he wants to be. I think like, he's ready to unleash on this one. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Yeah. So you were thinking Deadpool just because it had a little bit more of a humor to it than what we're used to with Spider-Man? Yeah. Which makes sense, and what we were talking about because, like she said, she wasn't too familiar with the history of it sure. and how he acts, and so. It is interesting to hear that from time to time as a big comic fan. What's the deal with the little bug? It's off his suit. It's off his suit. It came off his suit? Yeah, it's like a little fucking... I think that's the way of Tony Stark's way of keeping track of him. I thought maybe it was the little Tony Stark thing came to to him. He pops it off his chest. I thought it would just happen to be there and then he's like, hey, It's like the button, you see him hit it and the suit shrinks onto him. And then it Which like is an amazing off. idea. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, oh, so much that's sense. how they It's, like, it's a shrink wrap suit. That. Yeah. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> and, it, it, and I feel like the Homecoming title like makes more sense. Like, yeah. oh, this yeah. looked like if John Hughes made a superhero movie. And like, I mean, that's what they said. Home, from like the beginning that they were going for. Like homecoming is, you know, the poor nerdy kid looking for his dope suit before the homecoming dance, and so that's the other interesting thing that I think that they're doing with it is that Tony comes back and takes his fucking suit away. Yeah, and so we're gonna get like a lot of screen time in that homemade suit, and I really like the design of it, like just as like a street level, like hey, I made this in my apartment on. So that too kind of explains why the new suit's even better than the one he gave him. Right. So it's like, is this an upgrade? Do you guys think he'll get? I would think that. I mean, knowing Tony's not going to not take it. There's an upgrade down the road. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't coming back new and approved. It's got to be. I think it's interesting how they're using him. Like, and I'm not. Huh. As a Yoda figure. Yeah. Yeah, but also the fact that. Fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s got to be in another goddamn Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't isn't Captain America making an appearance in this too? They use a Captain America <laughs> fitness tape. Yeah, like presidential yeah. fitness tape. He shows up. I don't know. I I like the idea. Of, I mean, because he's definitely tying it into the universe, the Marvel universe. But they were doing a nice job with that, with like the, the, the posters that were coming out and the fact that you know he was in Civil War. He does had that tie in. I just hope this doesn't turn into. And they're not going to. I just hope it doesn't turn into the Iron Man show. 
Uh, right, like somebody, I think I saw an article today that was like, is Spider-Man Homecoming Iron Man 4? And I was like, no. I think he's going to be in a total of like eight minutes of screen time. Yeah, like, I, give it, I give it some like... Some of it might be on the phone. I give it know? 15 minutes at most that he's actually on screen. Yeah, I think we may have even seen most of his screen time in the trailers. I mm-hmm. agree with that, because they want you to know that it's involved with the other franchise straight out the gate, so that even the people who aren't interested in Spider-Man will go... Just to see what the ties are. I yeah. mean, it's just a way to put all your cards out and advertise your goods. Did you see the little uh, end of the trailer poster thing they had on there with the where he's laying on the girder, kicking back with headphones on and wearing a Letterman jacket that's got the Captain yellow America. jacket. It's got Captain America on the sleeve. Yeah, it was one of the three posters they released yeah. last week that were real clean. Those look really good. good. Those so. are up on our Instagram if you haven't seen them. Um, any other thoughts on the Speederman? We're get, we'll probably get one more. I would say probably one more. And maybe. With, with Guardians, I bet. Yeah. I may be more anxious for this than Guardians. I, it looks re- it looks really, really good. Yeah, I'm real excited for we'll it. Have to, we'll have to take those two head-to-head eventually and see. Mm-hmm. A lot of black lady involvement. Loving that. Got Zendaya in there playing Mary. Supposedly Mary Jane. Like, we haven't, like, has it been official, official? No, not yet. Zendaya. Zendaya. Is, yeah. I like Zendaya. I, I love her. That, yeah. She looks so cute as like a little grungy nerd girl. I'm like, <laughs> you adorable. All right. Let's go to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the latest trailer. So this was, Ted, you were explaining they released this as like a... A Fandango exclusive, I think, because tickets are now available for sale. Okay. So you can get your tickets now for Guardians. And then they did like, it's like just over a minute of a trailer, but it's... That's some new footage. Not much. When you I mean, have the whole, like, Ali- what's her name, Alicia? Aisha. Aisha. Saying, yeah, like, they can't, protect the gar- or they can't protect the galaxy from us. Right. I mean, I think that was about it. Nothing spectacular. I mean, we talked about it last week. They keep showing us shit, but we still don't know what's going on. <laughs> right, but, yeah. So. Still not a solid storyline out of them. Have you guys watched that one yet? Uh, or yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on The Guardians? I love The Guardians, so I'm super excited for this to come out. Yeah. Okay. I'll take every little bit they'll give me. I, I didn't want to watch it at first because I just kind of want to go into the theater and. Yeah, but that's what's sit been down, so great about their the trailers. Start, yeah. They like haven't, pitching, they haven't told us anything. That's true. So I did watch it because I felt like the first trailer, I didn't really know anything. But I'm super pumped. That series is gonna be amazing. Good. And mom's not one for trailers. She likes to live that life of being surprised in the theater. I really do. So have you not watched any of the Guardians trailers? Maybe the first couple. I feel like when you're having a baby, you should be surprised. Shut up. Kinda. (laughs) I got a spoiler though, so. But I really do hate trailers, and I hate talk about it all. I just want to be surprised. <laughs> How do you listen to our podcast? I mean, you do listen, don't you? I do listen, and I stop myself. Do you just, I like, can, skip ahead? When you do your, like, Rogue One episode, uh, I had to, uh, like, stop when you Yeah, yeah, you don't want to watch that. You don't want to listen to that, because that's spoilerific. We actually but have... One time, yeah. I was listening to an episode, and it just goes on to the next one. Like, we and don't then, stop and start. Like, we kind of continue. No, but I was no, listening to an episode and listened to the whole thing on my iPad. On my, the iPad. It went on okay. to the next episode. It went on to the next one that I had left off. Oh, and so it picked up and right... so it picked up right, like, <laughs> the biggest spoiler probably of Rogue One possible. And I was like, 
Ugh. <laughs> Stop. I was so mad. Damn you, Jobs. <laughs> and then uh, Justice League dropped a big old take this Marvel. Woo! Right yeah, on top of everybody. Like, Did you? Okay, good. We got like five, six little teasers, and then they were like, yeah, there was one like for character teasers, every, yeah, for all the character, and then and then uh, the big one came out Saturday, was which it? was odd them for them to drop it like on a non-work day. Yeah. I was pissed. So I had to watch it for the first God, time. I can't watch story. it work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's proven fact that he traffics up during the week. Yeah. So, I did think it was kind of interesting that they dropped it on a Saturday. But you guys, I mean, you guys were freaking out about this. Parademons. Parademons. <laughs> Goddamn parademons. parademons is all I'm gonna say. Cannot wait. And you're excited to see for parademons. parademons because the assumption this is going to lead to apocalypse, mm-hmm. right? Which we got a big old tease on that with Batman vs Superman. So. Right, they do right. the the nightmare Batman scene, right. and you see the big Omega burned into a cornfield. <laughs> How excited are you for Wonder Woman in this version of Wonder Woman? I'm excited. I'm kind of more excited for Aquaman. Mom's a huge Wonder Woman <laughs> fan, though. I really hope that uh, Aquaman's hair flips around just as much as Wonder Woman does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like the one of my slow-mo. favorite transitions. Was that it was like. They do that where he like goes up with the trident and sticks mm-hmm. two, two parademons, oh, and then it's like sure does. she kicks and comes up and it's like super slow mo. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see you. It, I does, got... it does seem like he's going to get a lot of the comic relief too. I which I love because like I love that version of Aquaman. Like yeah. I love him being a badass, but like the Batman Brave and the Bold Aquaman is absolutely my favorite. And this is what scared me about him being Aquaman. Is I thought that he would just be playing it like a Cal Drago, essentially. Yeah, like Cal Drago, dry, cold, brutish. That he and looks no, like he no good humor. So I'm glad. I, I am super excited for Wonder Woman. She yeah. she is the thing that I am looking forward to the most in this whole thing. Her movie and then this thing too as well. Oh, so that movie's it'll good. be good. And I thought Cyborg looked pretty legit. I am excited for Cyborg. I do like that scene they show where he like goes into space and he's like oh Puts let me on his flip, iron man uh, suit. flip on my iron man helmet real quick uh but because he's only like a recent in the comic books at least he mm-hmm. came in i think it was in the new 52 that they actually inducted him to the justice league and he's been a pretty big member ever since like a lot of the animated movies have utilized him i mean he's been around since teen titans 90s no, the 70s. 70s? Yeah. Yes, yeah. He looks very much like the Injustice cyborg. He does, yeah. And, like, his kind of character, his movements and stuff like that remind me of that game a lot. Which so. I was kind of like, meh, because I like that kind of, like, slick metal look on cyborg. Yeah. Like, not like the crumply up, like, I was kind of iffy on that, but I'm really excited to see what they do with him. And I still think Affleck's carrying the torch for, for this. I mean, he's... Dude, he looked awesome. I like. Yeah. I really want him to get out of his funk. I really want him to focus on fucking Batman. Cause I like. I've got Batflex back twenty four seven all day. Right. He's. I'll go out and say it. I don't know if I have on this podcast, but he's my favorite on screen Batman. I agree. So. And did you see? And I'm gonna blame your boy Momoa for this. There's a picture of them, and they both have got their Guinness beanies on, holding beers. Oh no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I saw that the other day, and I'm like, damn you, Momoa. Put him back into rehab. Uh, Partying ways. <laughs> now, do you watch the Flash television show or not, Wendy? I I have watched the Flash television Okay, show. so how do you feel about... 
Because you loved Grant on the TV show, don't you? I do not. You don't? <laughs> no. I thought you did. No. Jordan does. Jordan yeah. for sure does. I don't. Um, the acting for that show is really what kills it for me. Okay. It's difficult to stay engaged. It's difficult to be into the storyline because I just don't care what they're saying. I okay. just feel like they're... I just don't believe it. Okay. So I am excited, actually. For, for Ezra? The flip. Yeah. So okay. uh, I'm looking forward to a new Flash. How do you feel about the suit? I'm into it. Yeah? Yeah, more than, like, I, I'm not really into Wonder Woman's reboot. Like no. her out, her outfit? Yeah, Why? no, because it's way too Xenia, Xena prin, Warrior Princess. Okay. Me, and it's not enough Linda Carter. Like, I so you want her out there in some Star Spangled Panties. I need less... Metallic metal. Okay. Okay. But yet red, you white, like the Justice League Flash, which is looks like all metal. Well, it makes sense it's, in some in in the physics standpoint for the Flash's new outfit that it would need to be somewhat protective because if he's running those speeds and someone kicks up a pebble, it's basically going to hit him like a bullet. <laughs> so I, I agree with that, but you can apply the same logic to Wonder Woman as she is a warrior out there kicking people's asses. That's true, but I mean less <laughs> oh, brown tones okay. and more... Like less rustic looking. Yeah. Like you less wanted it Zena popped. Por- princess, yeah. princess. I feel you. I mean, yeah. all day long with that outfit, it's like they just yeah. went boom and puts a little bit of red, a, a little, little bit more, of blue. She needs more color. And it's just, uh, I don't know, I'm not buying... I didn't buy her in the Batman, Batman Superman? versus Superman. Okay. So I am anxious to see her movie, see how she creates that character mm-hmm. and and takes that angle. But as is, I just don't, I don't love it. Hmm. Now, Ted posed an interesting question to, I think it was both of us this week, and I would like to know your guys' opinion. Do you think we'll get the Linda Carter twirl into her outfit? No, no. No? They are not embracing any twirl. <laughs> no, no, no. They need I mean, Linda Carter can suck I mean, that's it. what they're doing with all the characters. They've taken a little more hyper-realistic approach to their costumes, their outfits, and how they would become mm-hmm. and develop, you know, from Aquaman. Batman's outfit is definitely more armory. Superman's whatever, but, yeah. you know, she's definitely more Greek warrior princess, true armor, that kind of stuff. Flashes is... I think we're going to get a storyline where, more it's, scientific where with it's, it. it's dealing with his speed and what he what he goes through when he's at speed. So The only thing I was really upset about is, while we're talking about costumes, is Aquaman's costume. Don't, Why? Don't like it. Too folksy? It's like too much. Like, it's so the extra. tattoo? No, the <laughs> tattoo, totally down with. It's like all that fucking armor. It's like, one... Normally, homeboy is shirtless. Yeah, and well, you're, then you're gonna—he's like, out there fighting parademons. Understandable, but his skin is like impenetrable. Yeah, and he's got super strength, and he's a total badass. And then, it, so it's like seeing him fully armored up like that is really weird to me. And then on the opposite end, you have Wonder Woman next to him, and so it's like, well, she has her bikini, which on. she's got like right, her mini skirt on, tube top. <laughs> And, well, and he like, would be. You felt I mean, the he need would have to a, armor up here. He champ? would have a battle armor as the king of Atlantis. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah Whether he needed it or not. Saw, saw it in the animated show, in movies. Yeah. He he so armors up. Uh, I guess, but I don't know. It sells more figures. 
All I'm saying is we better see more shirtless Aquaman, Momoa in the damn anime, movie. Armored Aquaman. What bugs me the most is the fucking blue lightning that they're doing for the Flash. I dug it. That, I thought that, that looked really cool. I, why not just do red? Or the yellow. yellow. Is what, I mean, Flash's lightning's yellow. Traditionally. Hmm. So, is that um, why they call him the this blue Scarlet Speedster? Because it's yellow? No, his lightning's yellow. His outfit's his outfit red. Is red. So he looks red. I kind of like it though. From like we were talking about the ground, like the groundability of it. Like it looks like lightning. He runs as fast as lightning. Like I get that normally we Sorry, get the reality of it. Fast, yeah, it would yeah. be static like electricity would be a blue instead. Mm-hmm. Right, you wouldn't get the yellow. Yeah. With the... I don't know. And like that scene where it's like it looks like he's running and it's kind of like in the speed force, but then they like scope up and you just see him like hit. I was like, that looks really cool. Like when he's going from spot to spot to spot. Yeah, no, when he's like running. We, we in saw the that field. shot before. That's the only the thing shot. that was different is that we actually see a parademon this time that he's fighting. Right, but I'm talking about the one where he's run. He's got to be running in a field or something, and it's like them running, and then they pan like they're in it, and then like pan up, oh, okay. so that they're out of it, and you see him, and like it stops instead of follows. Did you see the comparisons people are making Affleck's suit to George Clooney's? No, because it's got the. The gray silver bat now bat on it, and it kind of looks like Clooney's the final one that he wears in that Batman. Well, it's Robin supposed movie. to be the one from the the uh, future Batman, Nightmare Batman. It's supposed to have the, the bigger, fatter bat than. Well, right, yeah, but they changed the color scheme to where yeah, it's in, like it's, it's the gray bat's gray. Yeah, yeah, the bat's gray, and his costume was more black silvery. Iron. What was your favorite part of it, Ginger? The trailer. Of the trailer? I mean, all of it. I mean, it's all very new to me, and Aquaman is pretty badass. Yep. And we still haven't seen any signs of Superman. But Lois Lane was there. She yes, was. Lois was in yeah. it. Because she's the problem. But Superman, I mean, her. Henry, Henry is listed, so. Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's been it. on set. Oh, yeah, he's in it. Uh, That's trailer number two, guys. Is that just, well, we may <laughs> get his, trailer. we may get his rebirth. Yeah, you're right at the end of the movie, yeah. and then that way it'll kick into his next. Right. Yep. Hopefully. Well, we're supposed to get part two first, I believe. Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Billy Crudup playing The Flash's dad. I'm yeah, excited. I'm kind of surprised that they go into that much for an ensemble movie. I'm kind of surprised they're giving that much background to him. And it may not... I mean, we only saw, like... a two seconds of it it could well, at least be... because they can't get that fucking flash movie to up <laughs> off the ground to save their lives maybe they have to focus him in a little yeah, bit yeah they more. have to give him a little bit of something so <laughs> is it the same guy that does the series no, no. and like that's the big yeah. debate because oh. most of us that watch the flash really enjoy it <laughs> um, i'm a huge billy crudup fan so really yeah i just find him to be uh one note yeah extremely I don't think you can compare Dr. Manhattan to almost famous Billy Crudup. Oh, absolutely you can. Dude, when he's, when he's talking or narrating, it is like... You take Dr. Manhattan and the character he plays in Big Fish. They but, are a lot alike. <laughs> that is just the same thing. I mean, the I only thing missing from almost famous was him doing voiceover work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he is kind of one note. I'll give you that much. I like him. No. Yeah, no. No? No, I do not see a good person there. <laughs> She's calling you out, Crudup. All right. 
All right, moving on. You and can then prove we... me wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a trailer for the Lost City of Z, which looks kind of interesting. No? No. Not buying it? No. I'm out. I don't think so. Charlie? I like, don't get me wrong, I love Charlie Hunnam. I mean, I hate the fact that he came out this week and definitely said he's not interested at all in playing Green Arrow, but uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't find anything appealing about that movie. You don't think it's a Indiana Jones? No, I feel like it's a watered down Indiana Jones because it's yeah. not going to be nearly as cool. Well, it's based on a true story. You get Spider-Man. Indiana Jones is real, get... dude. <laughs> <laughs> you get Spider-Man, he's Tom Holland's in it, and then Robert Pattinson. Or Tom Holland was not even in this trailer, and yeah, he, he somehow had fourth credit in the Yeah, he is. You see him sitting on that damn boat. And yeah, and it's got... Anyway, it looks like somebody back, what, 1918... 1918- Hundreds going trying to probably find the turn of the century. Lost city in the Amazon, and kind of true story about this guy going to do it. So. And he like fucks over his family, and it's like, what is this? You find this city in what? Let a bunch of white people move in and destroy it. <laughs> Let's watch that movie again. Did you find it interesting at all? Yes. <laughs> Either one of you? I did. I, I'm interested. Ugh. Brian, I am interested. Wendy? I mean, I'm crinkling my nose. I think I one. read this book. <laughs> did I you? Just, I think I did. <sighs> it seems familiar to me in a, a, a number of different ways, but I think I did read it, so I'm going to go back and check that out. But. It's probably because it's a trope-filled adventure film. <laughs> well, maybe the, maybe <laughs> the second trailer. <laughs> maybe the second trailer will uh, convince you otherwise. Maybe. All yeah. right, let's move into our main topic of the night. Which is... Is animation to live action just simply a cash grab? Yes. Is this Beauty and Beast thing just to make money? $300 billion that they've made so far in two weeks? There's only a certain amount of that money that they would guarantee themselves. So it is a cash grab to a certain extent. They have to put the risk out on the table... To make a movie that people will go see. So they have to spend that money. So it is a risk to do it. I mean, you know, we've talked about several this evening already. Like Speed Racer. Like, did they recoup their losses on that movie? Uh, I don't know. But Teb will probably find out before we finish this conversation. <laughs> yeah, and, I will look that up. You know, so it is kind of like, um, it's always a risk. Yeah. And if you do it right, it will pay off, and you will get that cash cow. But, but if you fuck it up, you're going to eat that money, and people are going to talk about your terrible piece of shit movie forever. <laughs> you know, the, we're on, you know, how many Batmans do we have to go through before we get this shit right? How Tell many Supermans do we need? Preach. I mean, Preach. I mean, no one can last Turtles. forever. But we were talking what? earlier about, like, Logan and how he is, like, it's, he is forever that role. Like, 17 that is, years. You know, no one's ever going to be able to reboot that and be like, oh, well, he's way better than, you know. It's never going to happen. No. And so well, I guess I'm looking for those actors to step up to these roles. And stick yeah. it out. And stick and like, it out. Yeah, because there is... I mean, the like, Robert Downey Jr. of Iron, you know, like, that forever. You'll never think of another actor. Right. Well, like, why can't they get it right the first time type of thing? Why or, not put forth the effort right. to get, to it, get right. it right the first time? To not give us a piece of shit movie. To not give us a Val Kilmer Batman. Exactly just what we don't want it to be. A cash grab. Yeah. You know, I want your live action, but just... Don't want you to think that I'm dumb so enough do you to think, watch anything. Do you think there's an audience out there clamoring for a Smurfs movie? 
or a Scooby-Doo movie or a He-Man movie? Is there is there an audience that's like, man, I can't wait to see that up on I mean, the I think we are sitting in this room. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got five right in front of you. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. Every movie is is intended to make money. They're not doing right. any art. And so that's what, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, is there, like, a Smurfs, like, property that's like, hey, man, we, like, really got to get this going again? You know, why can't, why can't the owners of the property have a little more say in how their movie hits the screen, right? Because they sell it early on. Right. And yeah. then they have no control over it. Which is why we got such shitty spider man So why don't they maintain... Why don't they maintain that control? Because I mean, they can sell it and make it turn control. They, they don't want... They, they can't maintain the artistic integrity. Right. right. I mean... Alright. Perfect example is that Kevin Smith no longer owns Clerks. Yeah. Right? So, Miramax, Disney, they can do whatever they want with Clerks. I, right? I thought Clerks was the only one he owned. No, he owns Jay and Silent Bob. That's right. The characters. So, yeah. there's the difference. So, I mean... And, and they can do whatever they want with it. And he can't do... He can't have a say in it. Now, they, they could be nice and ask for his input, but... And not to harp back onto the Smurfs again, <laughs> but artistic integrity has a lot to do with it. And since the artist that created the series died, and his family has control over the branding and the marketing and everything, so to them, that is their job. Their job is, is to keep that idea making money for them. Okay. It's now it, the, the the job is no longer the art, because the the source of the art is gone. Now they just the job is to keep the money going. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Very. And I mean, they're always looking for stories, right? From wherever. And we all are they because There's they're no just rehashing stories. Well, I'm saying, we're just, I mean, amongst all the things that are you know the, the the talent pool is so little that of new stuff that they are rehashing everything. You know, we're bringing back all of our old TV series and movies. The, we're the top we're redoing, grossing movie the past five years has not been an original idea, right? Forever. Well, and are normally there when any they more original ideas. I mean, normally <laughs> when they are, they get pushed onto like indie film artists, and they gain like a cult following and are good movies but it's just they don't they're not blockbusters they're not marketed they're not marketed very well because they can't afford the marketing and no big studio is going to pick it up because of the risk and it's like i feel like with a title like the smurfs anybody would be willing to pick that up just because of brand recognition there's always going to be a little bit of money to be made. Yeah, yeah you're gonna because there parents. are always going to be kids, and if you keep it in the well, cycle... Well, there's always going to be parents who grew who up with, grew up with it, because yeah, Because if you cycle it out like that, you'll have a parent that wants to take a kid that wants to take a yeah, kid. Yeah, that, that was the one thing at Beauty and the Beast that was super obvious. It was that it was full of moms that were little girls when the animation came out with their kids. And they were getting pissed because they have to keep walking, taking their kids in and out of the movie theater because they wouldn't be quiet. <laughs> Mommy wants to watch this movie. God damn it! The lady in front of us was like so mad at her kids. Oh god! Okay, come on. <laughs> I don't know. It it's it is a cash grab. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, most so, all of them. Yeah. Like nobody's just in it for the art. Scooby Doo proves it. A studio owns the rights to, you know, the core of it or the characters or whatever, and so they're going through their inventory 
yeah. what do we get? And in a lot of cases, sometimes they have to do it, right? They got to do or it or lose. Yeah, it. or they're going to lose rights. Lo- so well, some that's 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 shitty comic. That's why we like, get Fantastic Four. Right. Yeah. Well, for some reason they can't get that into an up year where they have money to make a real good movie. So they always keep making these movies that are just suck. And that was like the potential of, uh, or the reason why that we got those shitty ones is because Stan Lee almost went broke. Like we almost did not have Stan Lee in Marvel Comics anymore. And so he sold all his movie rights. And eventually he obviously kept on to some that we now have as our MCU. Well, I mean, and he used that to keep financing the comic The comic books. books. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he put it right back in, but... It was essentially like a last-ditch effort to kind of keep Marvel Comics alive was to sell all those to the different studios, and which is why we can't have X-Men in the MCU, which is why we can't have Fantastic Four, which is why we barely got Spider-Man. So do you think that someday they will all come together and realize the potential money that they could make if they could all just come together? I think we're seeing that with with Spider-Man. Yeah, with Sony being like... But my other fear is that Sony is getting like too big for their britches. They're like, oh, everybody fucking loves Spider-Man and Civil War. Granted, we had nothing to do with it. We're going to spin off a bunch of other shit. And like, they announced that Venom movie. And like, it's going to be rated R. And it's not going to be to be do horror, with But it's Tom like, it, yeah, it's just like, no, don't do that. It's like, I want to roll up a newspaper and just start hitting them on the nose. Just like, <laughs> cut it out. It's just like let it happen. It'll get. We'll get to Venom. You'll make fucking money. Like you're working with Disney, and those boys wipe their asses with thousand dollar bills. Just let things happen. Let them take care of it. Let them. Let them hug you in their arms, and just give you a sweet embrace, and just let it happen so that we can all get X Men versus Avengers, so we could get X Men versus Fantastic Four. You know, or where they all come together. And they could actually pull something like the Civil War storyline off to where it could be very, you know, going right back to the actual source material instead of something else that you're loosely basing it off of. I mean, don't get me wrong, Civil War was awesome, but reading that book was like one of the first times that, like, I felt like the the movie and the book are not that close. No. So. So. All right. Uh, Moving on to merchandise. Huh? Yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, moving on to merchandise. Brian, you got a bag over there. What do you got? Well, I went shopping and I actually found some stuff to, to suffice us over a few weeks. But I didn't know we were going to have five of us here tonight, so I got to figure this out. Ginger brought us some things, I though. I have presents. Ginger's got presents? I do. I have presents, too. What? And Wendy has and presents. Wendy well, Brian, presents. Brian's just, just, he's the one who got up and grabbed his bag, so. Right, I'll go first. Go, what you got, G? <laughs> well, me and Wendy found a secret place. Uh-oh. Oh, secrets. Is this the secret place that I ruined? Spoil it. <laughs> so we just picked up these blind things. I don't know what they are. But they're Scribble for my nuts. boys. Scribble nuts. Scribble nuts. But if you have so one DC woman, Comics she's Adventure. Mine. Oh, the Golden Wonder Woman? She's mine. The DC Comics Adventure is a video game where Maxwell unites the ba- with Batman, Superman, and the rest of the Justice League to restore order to the DC Comics universe. But it's really cool because you could, like, draw, like, the things that you need. Like, if you needed a rocket ship. So who's the... Yeah, who's the Captain I don't America? Know. I don't know who that guy is. I figured DC was your... It's a crossover. 
<laughs> it's the Star Spangled Man. Star Spangled Man with a plan. I didn't even, I didn't even see that. Ooh, I got Super Man. <laughs> I see yellow. Lots of yellow. Reverse flash. Ooh, Reverse no. flash. <laughs> Double. Double. I almost traded you. Well, we can oh, put one on the, the on air side. The stand is a little sketchbook. Yeah. Yeah. What? Scribble off. Official going on the sign. As you can see, our on air sign in the back here. Been I don't know if you can zoom in on that. But... Thank you. Well, thank awesome. you, Mom. Thank you. The contribution. We. What do you get? I have tea cakes. I brought tea cakes from Scotland for everyone in my backpack. They're delicious. Scotland tea cakes. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're like right. a little yeah. shortbread cookies. Is it like a, it's like a Scottish flesh. ding dong. And then some, it's wrapped in chocolate. It's a Scottish ding dong. Is that what it is? And we were supposed to save the wrapper? You don't have to save these. I do save the wrapper. It's a Scottish moon pie. It basically is like a moon pie. A Scottish moon pie. But the marshmallow is nicer. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a lot lighter. Oh, it's got marshmallow in it? Mm. It's marshy. I'm going to have to save one for Missy upstairs. Oh, she can have it? Yeah, she she loves marshmallows. Those are good. Mm. That's a good marshmallow right there. That's good. We thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh Reminds me of the Russell Stover... Cream eggs or hearts or whatever. They do do the chocolate covered uh, marshmallow bars and bunnies. Yeah, I think. Are they This shit is rich. <laughs> it is very yeah. rich. Surprisingly good. They also make caramel wafers, Ooh. which are kind of like a nutty buddy, but with caramel instead of peanut butter. Does that guy not have a face? Your reverse flash? He does. He doesn't have a mouth. Yeah, neither does Superman. I, I think that's like the, the style. Thing. That's a scribble knot thing. So you have heard of these before? Mm-hmm. I've heard of the video game. Yeah, there's a video game. You've got a little white stuff all over your face there. <clears throat> Sorry about that, Laurel. Sugar. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian. we got four of these, so you two are going to have to share. Or Brendan doesn't get one. Or Brendan doesn't get one. <laughs> what the hell? I'll flip a coin on that. So I found these at Target. <clears throat> Secret smallest. The world's smallest... Uh, actual working classic collectible toys. Oh, awesome. So these are like miniature versions of said toys. I want one. I want one. I don't know if you can feel those out. Dang, this thing is crazy. Oh, wow. Hot Wheels, the Rubik's Cube, etch sketch I'd love to see the Rubik's I've seen them. The Polaroid. It says it actually works. Oh, believe how You know the Polaroid. Selfish? Do I get those in the bag? Selfish. Oh, you get toys every week. Yeah? Because I work my ass off for this podcast. Wendy, you can have it unless it's the chatter phone that I want. Ooh, I got the Hot Wheels. God dang, that thing is cool. That is tiny. Mine. Look at that. Oh, it's even tiny. Oh, that's cute. Hot Wheels are awesome. Oh, I got the Hot Wheels too. Damn oh, it, yeah, Brian quit sitting so close to me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to trade? I'll trade you blue one. I got the Doodle okay. Top, so it's a marker. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember those. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I guess I have to get you. 
Did you get the yo-yo? Yeah, I got the yo-yo. Dang, I want to see that little bitty Rubik's Cube work. Oh, that is dope. Or, I think it should sketch. be smaller. Or, or the camera? I think the yeah, camera the camera. The, the camera must be like, I mean, how does that work? That can't like actually work. Like That's got to be like a can't. plastic. It says right a, here on the box, does not take real photos. It has a little photo that's, that pops out of it. Uh, yeah, like a plastic one or something. Yeah, the, it, yeah those are... All right, we I might take like a trip that. back to that one. That's awesome. Real pictures. <laughs> does not take I mean, real this photos. little thing comes out. I'm going to have to get more of these. I'm in people. I'm into this. There we go. I figured this is... I thought Wendy would like these, so that's why I got them for this show. Did you just take it This out is at Target? The, yeah, these are at Target up it's in the front. I thought it was... Where's blue. the other car? Are they both the same? Coordinate. No, mine's blue. Oh, okay. It is blue. I but thought, it, it I has like, working wheels. I thought that wheels. was blue. I mean, look how itty bitty cute that Hot Wheels is. Very <laughs> <laughs> tiny. That is so cute. It's got like the original packaging on the back and everything. That's Those are those are dope. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Scribble nuts. Anybody else? Everybody else still saving money for uh, Comic Con? Well, we don't have to save as much now. Yeah, no. thank you, Sean Astin. Yeah, Sean Astin announced. Yeah, he announced today that he's not going to be at Comic Con this year. He said he's working overseas and won't be able to make it. And he got a movie. Right? Like, why wouldn't you know that? He got a movie. Yeah, he booked the Comic Con, then he got a movie, and he was like, "Oh, screen time." Yeah, he's got he's got commitments to that. I guarantee you. But his replacement is going to be the uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead from Deadpool. Hildenbrand? Hilden? Something. Brittany Hildenhagenberger? Don't know. Don't <laughs> care. Thumb <laughs> <laughs> down fart noise? So, Why? Because I, I, like, oh, no. I don't need to meet her. <laughs> You're so mean. Why? Just, why does anybody need to meet? Do better. <laughs> Do better, Comic Con, on short notice. Like, you had Sean Astin. You're telling me you can't get anybody from the CW-verse? You can't get anybody from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? They're all doing their con tours so now. Like the Rudy Sean Astin, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Brianna Hildenbrand. Let's see, what is he working on now? Did you ladies see this? The Rudy. Not the Lord of the Rings. Yes. The Rudy. The Rudy. The Rudy. Not Samwise Gamgee. No. So Not are Leonardo. You, are you going to spend your extra 50 bucks to meet Wesley? I might have Charlie Cox sign two things. <laughs> <laughs> and you got him the pop that he's going to get signed, right? Yes. No, not the Mikey one. We didn't. No, no, no. I'm no. talking about the Charlie Cox. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got yeah, lawyered yeah. up, Matt Murdock. And Brian, we were talking. you got to be like first in line for Nichelle Nichols, right? I might be the only one in line. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. The only one. I would in get in line. line to see her, yes. Are you going to get anything signed? Let's see if I can find something of her. You know she would be so nice. Yes. Oh, I guarantee. Like, she, yeah, Ted I, just, and I would her, like to meet yeah. her and get a picture with her. She's, Ted and I were talking about how like there are a lot of interesting people there this year, but not necessarily ones that like fifty, sixty bucks for fifty. Autograph. Exactly. Like I'll sit in their queue. I want to. Sure. I, I yeah. absolutely want to go see Michelle speak. I would love that. Is she doing a, a Q and Yeah, they mm-hmm. all will. And, like, all the anime voices, like, I'd love to hear them speak. Like, that was one of the coolest Q&A panels last year. Yeah, Grayson wants to go to a couple of those, and he wants to get the, uh, one of the Naruto. 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 girl's charging 40 bucks. Like, yeah, like, who the fuck are you? You're not the Red Ranger. (laughs) You're not Carrie Ellis. You're not Carrie Ellis, or... Ewis. Ewis. And the 60 bucks, that's, uh, 
Charlie Cox. That's the most, right? We've seen. That's the most I think we've ever paid to be anywhere near somebody. Carrie Fisher wasn't sixty bucks, was she? No, she wasn't like ninety. Yeah, ninety. Yeah, say, she's like hundred bucks. Her and the Emperor, I think, were like ninety. Yeah, like hundred bucks each or something. Hmm. Crazy. But I mean, we went and saw Jason Momoa last year and two paid, years ago. Two years ago, mm-hmm. paid forty. Yeah. For him to snub you. <laughs> For him to be a total like asshole in the most beautiful way though <laughs> I was like I know you're hungover because you drank Guinness all last night and yeah I asked you to write a lot of things on my action figure but at least look at me at least <laughs> look at me let me know I exist alright any acknowledge uh, me any other merchandise stuff I, well, you need to you had a rather big accomplishment this weekend I did speaking of merchandise uh, so my lovely mother and my wonderful uncle and my beautiful grandmother all chipped in this Christmas and got me the one thing I've been asking for for two years now no, no, was, I just uh, want to make sure everybody you, you got this done this past weekend yeah I started and, and you got it when? I got it on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. I probably started in January sometime. Yeah, but isn't that a better in. way to do it? You can I think savor so, it. Yeah. yeah. A big build like that, I don't want to knock it out in a day. Cannot, but no. Also, I would have driven myself <laughs> fucking nuts. Wait, 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 don't you have a boat in there that you've gotten like two I years just, ago? He started just it on Sunday. It. But when so. did you receive it? Yeah. Well, I got it, I but I had to do with it. the, the kids. It's when you start. I started. Well, so I started wow. in January, so it only took me two months to do. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead. You didn't tell everybody what it is yet. It's the uh, Lego Ghostbusters Firehouse, and so it's three stories of the most intricate detail I've ever <laughs> seen in a Lego set. So, what's your opinion? Is it ectoplasma oozing out of the toilet or urine? It's absolutely ectoplasm. <laughs> yes. yes. No, ectoplasm is green. And that's green. That's yellow. Wait, you're the one that said? I thought he yeah. was fucking around. No. no. She started They're like, there's it? pee coming out of the toilet. That is, ecto, that is ectoplasm. No way. Yes, ma'am. Is it written in the instructions? Ectoplasm? <laughs> uh, it doesn't label... It labels the brick by number. It doesn't give it a title. Because ectoplasm is green. Like, clearly green. There's even, like, a Slimer green. Did you put the Slimer, it's like, green, next to remember, it? remember... It's yellow. But you also have to remember the ectoplasm would be watered down if it was in the toilet. <laughs> and Lego only has like two shades of everything. That's true. All right. That's so the way in the Batman movie, so it said it two so shades of gray on the movie. It would be clear green. green. It would look like this, not like yellow pee off of a toilet. <laughs> I don't know. This is I mean, we it's not to... a stretch. It's pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there... Is there Ectoplasm anywhere else in the house? Yeah, it's out of the toaster. Is it yellow we had too? Build. No, it's right. pink. It's, well, that's the ooze from the second one. All right, then and then that's there's the not ectoplasm. There's ectoplasm on Vinkman's face because yeah. he gets slimed. Is it green? It is, but it's like but a it's light yellow, yellow green. It's like a mellow yellow green. Right. Chartreuse skin does tone. not pee yellow. There's a there's a that is not. This. I'm that checking it, into it. That is I'm not sure pee yellow. Either way. So, okay, so you finally finished right, it this weekend. I did. And, and you, you posted something? Tell, tell us the story about Oh, it. yeah. So I with my Lego, I couldn't do it as extensively as I have done with some of my smaller sets. But normally, like with my DeLorean set, I did it like brick by brick. Like took a picture of a brick on a table, next brick, and essentially made like a stop motion movie of me building the uh, DeLorean. With this one, it was in 
incre- incredibly expansive as to what I actually had to do. So okay, so I just did a, a tour. I took I took like a picture tour of the house. Started on the bottom, went up the stairs, did the second floor, up the stairs, did the third floor, went down the ladder, up to the roof, did a whole thing, and I obviously bought the Ghostbusters theme song by what, Ray Stevenson, I think his name was. Yes. And no, Ray, uh, Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Ray Jr., Jr. that's who it is. So I bought that and put it with the video and posted it onto my social media, at Tubby uh, underscore does. And Lego hit me up on my video and yeah, commented in like a lengthy the official comment. Lego account. Yeah, and it wasn't like a hey thanks. It was like a like they watched it. Like they were like, hey, that's so cool that you put the theme song with the bricks. Like glad you loved the set. Can't wait to see what else you do. And I was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> Lego reached out to me. So according to this forum, it, there's someone does say. You know, this is pretty detailed. It even has pee on the floor. And then everyone chimes in going, no, that's ectoplasm. Now, are you because talking if you about look, it? If it, you look in the shower. There's a big puddle of it in there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not just that one thing coming out of the toilet. It's There's a big yellow brick that goes under, that's underneath it. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Now, I, th- I thought it was interesting that they chose to do a yellow grate in the shower because that looks like pee. <laughs> but, man, there are so many, like, call-outs... Like there are Vigo. Meg just totally busted us for what? Ray Parker, Ray, Ray Parker Jr. Jr. Dorks. <laughs> I said Ray Parker Jr. Uh, but there's like, I mean, there's Vigo posters that you put on the wall. There's the mm-hmm. Time magazine uh, cover that they do in Lego form, like on the magazines. Uh, there's a video arcade game where you play the Marshmallow Man. There's like the um, the Devil Dogs from the first movie are like being studied. On a computer screen in one of them, there's a dartboard, and like I had to. F- and they're looking up Vigo. And they, yeah, like they're looking up Vigo on a bunch of things. Mm. There's a dart like in the wall. There's a scoreboard for the darts. There's like a scoreboard a, for the darts. There was a score. There was a really nice poster that's on the first floor where it's like a corkboard full of notes, and one of the notes says R I P H R for Harold Ramis, and I thought like that was really cool. Mm. So yeah, it was a great set, and I thoroughly appreciate uh, you guys getting that for me. You're welcome. <laughs> Lego love, Lego love, son. Awesome. It's the second time we got that, right? Mm. Oh yeah, the 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 vice president or whatever. We did, podcast, yeah. Right? The vice president of marketing at Lego does follow us on Twitter, so there you go. Shouts out, Adonis. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to wrap up the merchandise second se- segment. Uh, Wendy, a guy walks into a bar and he is an animated hero. Who are you having that drink with? Does it have to be a he? It could be a she. Animated hero, sorry. A person walks into a bar. An animated hero walks into the bar. Yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, I really feel like She-Ra just because we would have some good conversation and I feel like she's probably under a lot of pressure. I would be a good friend for her. What's the one thing you would ask her? Oh, I don't know. I'm not very nosy, you know. No. <laughs> Can I see the sword? I would probably ask if I could hold it. Hold the sword? Uh-huh. Gotcha. 
And then when I got to know her a little bit better, we'd have hangouts at her house, and she'd let me try on her clothes. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ginger? Um, I mean, there's a lot. Like, I talked one. Panthro, maybe. Ooh, yeah. Is that right? She's always had a go figure. It's just, I know what it's like in his world. Being the mechanic. He's the man in charge. They all rely on him. I hated the new that the new Thundercats where he got oh, when he got his hands cut off. I, I was lo- like, no, whatever, dude. That was dope. Seen it, you guys. It's no, it was shitty. It, it was shitty. Yeah, it didn't it only last two seasons. I mean, it was a cool idea. I really liked I was the animation. Glad it was coming around, but man, that was not the way to go with that one. Yeah, they had him. He's like helping somebody through a teleport, and they cut his hands, and they off. cut yeah. his arms off. But he gets like dope ass, like big metal arms. Yeah, and turn him into jacks. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Brian, who are you having a drink with? Without a doubt, I'm sitting down having a bourbon with Race Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from Johnny Quest. I can For those who don't know, uh, yeah, the white haired guy. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Brian. I think I would have to go with Rogue from X-Men. She, like, started my love of Southern Bells. <laughs> got the hots for her. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to sit down at a bar and have a conversation with somebody, I might as well hit on him, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I always had a big crush on her, so. And she's super awesome. Ted? Yeah. Um, animated hero. I gotta go He-Man, just because yeah. it's just been... A huge part of my life growing up and just carried over, so and you know, I think that would just be fun. Yeah, be able to sit down. You almost get that with uh, Zorn, but I was gonna say, yeah, how do you feel about that? I enjoyed that show, I thought it was pretty I funny. I like Zorn too, it's funny. Yeah. I, I started to watch one and I didn't get too far into it yet, so it's not for everyone. I can't really see you getting it per se. <laughs> Like me getting it, or uh, just anybody getting it? No, no you, you specifically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, I would not say, that would not be something I'd recommend to you, and be like, oh, you're going to love this. No, I think that you would think it was stupid. I don't think too many things are stupid. No, but this, I just don't think you would think it was that great. All right, I'll watch it. See, now we'll he's going to watch it and love it. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, watch watch the best thing ever. Like, I don't know what he was talking about. It's right up my alley. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. All right, Brennan, you want to get to our closing question then? Yeah, let's end the show with uh, <laughs> Wendy. Who do you think did an, uh, a great, or let's see, how do we phrase this? Who did an animation to live action successfully and why? really think about this question so now I feel bad that I'm the first to go um hmm. alright Brennan how about you yeah you have to go okay that's fine I think uh to be honest I think Alvin and the Chipmunks hit it on the head like they've got like four (laughs) movies I don't think they're good movies by any stretch but right they're making money but they're making bank that that first Alvin and the Chipmunks movie is good it is it is very good. Okay. And, and I knew you were going with Alvin and the Chipmunks, so I didn't want to steal your thunder on I'm that. No worries. But um, I do have to concur. Yeah, I they think that they, they've done it. 
they've done it the way that they wanted to. It's not too far off from the original idea. And they've been able to modernize it to where younger kids are like, hey, that's funny. All these squirrels like have high-pitched voices and mm-hmm. and Dave's a human who takes care of them. <laughs> Brian, you got one? No. Not Did yet. You? Come back to me. Turtles was my favorite. The first. The first go-round? First iteration. First go-round. You gotta admit that they got better at doing the animation to live action movies because like there was some quite a few stinkers out there back in the day so oh yeah like i mean like the dennis the menace was not yeah. very good yeah, i mean it's a childhood Rich, like classic richie rich josie and the pussycats was fucking amazing <laughs> they did a great job with that one i totally spaced that until you just said it and that just took me i bought the soundtrack to that thing on CD when I was oh in high school. God. I loved it. And that wow. was good. For, and the, um, how'd you feel about the gem? I did not watch that yet because yeah. I was like, I no, can't. Yeah, they missed it. When I saw the trailers for it, I was just like, nope, you're not doing this right at all. Mm-hmm. They had me hyped, though, with their posters. And I was like, oh, are they going to do it? And they did not. No. I think they got way too serious. I don't know. Alright. Brian, you come up with one yet? Yeah, I was in I was in between two, but I think I've decided. Which is George of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah. I no, that yeah. Oh well, okay, I'll take but this the back. The first one with Brendan Fraser was hilarious. That was And if it is on TBS on a Saturday, it's on in the background. And what was they did Deadly Do Right too. He was yeah, the, yeah, yeah that was did Deadly Do Right. That was bad. Didn't like that one? No. no. The George of the Jungle was funny. What about I actually the, think uh, that Rocky one. and Bullwinkle. I loved that was, that was a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, I but I I loved the uh, Natasha Boris and Fearless Leader. I thought those were like wonderfully cast. Yeah, I thought like if they did like a good storyline <laughs> with those Jason, three people. Uh, you talking about Robert De Niro as fucking Fearless Leader, where he actually makes fun of himself. Yeah, Georgia or Jason Alexander yeah. as Boris, and then Rene Russo is mm-hmm. yeah. I thought they were wonderfully cast. I just thought that storyline was shit. Okay. And I thought Frazier's Dudley Do Right could have been good, but the, the rest of it was just off bad script. Any ones that you guys would want to have made? Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah. Strawberry Shortcake. I think that, you know, that has potential to be fun, but you could also... Hey, who smells like strawberries? (laughs) There's all sorts of jokes. They could do smell-o-vision. It's blueberry now. That that cartoon was only on for, like... It was really more toy... It was one of those toys, I think, hit the Reagan era where they tried to ban toys to cartoons. You know, there was a congressional thing that they went after... Toys that were, or cartoons that are purely being developed to sell toys. You mean like He Man? Yeah, He Man <laughs> was one of them. Uh, yeah. Strawberry Shortcake was one of them. It, all those, there was a whole bunch of stuff. Transformers almost fell into that. A lot of them did where they were trying to not actively market to kids. Hmm. That's whack. Well, if you look at marketing, like the, the percentage of marketing is actually directed at kids is astonishing. Oh, yeah. Well, duh. There's the channels money. dedicated to it now. Yeah. When we were well, growing McDonald's, up, there was four hours. McDonald's spends some, uh, uh, in their in their total overall marketing campaign, like 90% of it is directed at kids. Wow. Because kids are the ones that are in the backseat yelling and bitching until they get their way. And they the kids have more control over 
money than anyone else in the household. <laughs> in this day that's and age. True. So. Tell that to my wife. <laughs> you know what I want to see? I want to see a bear sing bears. Really? <laughs> Animation and live action. Yeah. That. that would be good. I'm waiting for a bear. I have this. Not a live action. No, there was that oh, country, country bears. bears. That's country right. bears. It'll be the and, same thing. And, like, Strawberry Shortcake was, like, the tail end of the Hobby Hobbit. Uh, era and she was just a greeting card character so the doll was first and then they created the cartoon to back up the merchandise that was already doing well and but the cartoon never really stuck where the toys actually did and then later on they reproduced new cartoons Mm. and those are very popular yeah he-man had the figures first and then the cartoon yeah Yeah. so did transformers transformers Hmm. All the good ones did. So now that's why a lot of times now it's the cartoon, the cartoon first, first, and then the, then the figures. Yeah. See, like that's the crazy that's thing. What I feel that. like those, like those, he, like for the time period, those were like good quality toys, and I think that like for helped because sure. it's like when we got to like my era, like I ended up getting like a lot of shitty figures for like really awesome cartoon shows. Well, I mean, look at those green card Star Wars figures. Those crap. Those what? Those Power of the Force? Yeah, weren't those really crappy? I mean, they were all like four jointed, but like at the time they were really cool. They weren't great sculpts, right? Um, And I did want. I thought about this earlier, but a shout out to the 101 Dalmatians movies. Those live action ones. The live action ones do stand up on their own. I think they they do do compare to the cartoon. They Mm -hmm. do deliver even the sequence. It's not that bad. The 102 Dalmatians. I mean, those dogs rule. <laughs> and it was cast right. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? that, and, and that's, no I one think, else could have been Corolla. No one. Mm-mm. I think that's a big part of what they do with these adaptations. If you get somebody who's right for the part, Robert they Downey Jr. Build it around it. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And they, they do a halfway decent job. I mean, Patrick, and that is somebody that you can build on. Yeah, I mean, and that's why Patrick Stewart's still around. And... And then ultimately, that's why it was such a bitch to get Halle Berry to do Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, she did. I, I mean, I was excited about it. But I remember, like, one of the first articles I ever read on the internet was the casting announcement mm-hmm. for X-Men. And they were talking about Angela Bassett as Storm. And I, like, lost my, like, sixth grade shit. <laughs> like, I was, like, really excited for that. Uh, but, I mean, like, yeah, you have, like, if, and it's not even necessarily, like, about quality. Because it's Hugh Jackman. We didn't know what he was going to do. But he like hit the ground running with that role, and Patrick Stewart, nobody else could have ever even thought about playing. But it's like he was a high quality actor that everybody could see doing that role. Right. Whereas Wolverine was a little difficult, so they had to go outside of the box. And we actually got somebody quality. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Brennan, where can people find us on the social medias? On Facebook, you can search for us at Nerdspeak. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, we are at nerdspeak underscore. And if you have any ideas of things you wish to talk us or to for us to talk about, or if you had an idea for a versus question that you would like to have us pit against each other, you can use the hashtag nerd versus on Twitter or Instagram, and that's hashtag n e r d v s. And Ginger, if somebody loves us as much as you do, and they want to just shower us with money where can they do that you go to patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak 
It was very easy. Very easy to do. And I think you can just search Nursepeak as well. And, Wendy, what's, uh, where are we at on iTunes and our website? Uh, on iTunes, you just hit that little search button and type in Nerd Speak. First one that pops up, best one that pops up. <laughs> and uh, you download those, listen to them, and then leave a nice little review for us. Thank and you. the uh, website, if you want specific details or want to contact us and know how to get a hold of everyone, www.nerdspeak.one. Spelled out. O-N-E. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. Goodbye, Nerd Nation. D-O-E. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. The kind.